Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Friday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. Lots to get to as we uh, get closer and closer every day to Ireland, Sip, in the 40s now away from Nebraska's venture to Ireland. In the, your venture to Ireland. I'm going to Ireland. <laughs> I'm going to Scotland before I go to Ireland, actually. I'm making a little trip out whoa, of it. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yes. Really, your your tribe is going to Scotland. The tribe will be making its way to Scotland first, and then to Ireland. Oh man! Well, don't remember remember our do's and don'ts from yesterday. Yeah. Don't try to imitate an Irishman. <laughs> well, uh, you don't know, do it. Just re- you resist know, I, it. It will not be intentional when I do it. It's just I hear it and I speak like that. It's not good. Don't try to do a con. I'm Conor McGregor. Here's the thing. Don't do that. If you had a southern accent, (laughs) if you had a Texas accent, I would talk with an accent every day in the show. Not not to make fun of you, because that's what I hear. Yeah, you lapse into that sometimes. I've noticed that. I mean, uh, I've noticed myself doing that when you're with someone with a distinct accent. You start naturally talking. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why why are you doing this? I'm Conor McGregor. You've never talked to Conor McGregor before. (laughs) You think you guys should walk around like that in Ireland? I'm kind of McGregor. Ramir Johnson yesterday was at a in a press conference Zoom session with organizers of the game, and um, and he said he didn't know much about Ireland except for Conor McGregor. <laughs> Conor McGregor. Um, well, you we should tell him corned beef and cabbage. Yeah, yeah, thing. and do's and don'ts. Do's and don'ts. Do not, do not don't, say top of the don't morning. Don't say top of the morning. You will get. Looked at funny. Now, not, maybe that's slap, but you will, rude. you will get it's rude. Don't tell the front desk person at the hotel top, top of the morning. Of, what if I do? No. <laughs> what if I do it one time? <laughs> top of the morning. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm going to. You know I've been very aware I should not do it, but I'm going to. <laughs> the kind of laugh. Yeah, I will laugh. Of course I will. I don't know if you want to do that to the front desk person. Come they on, can, they know we're tourists, though. They can get you back, though. That's the what thing. Are they, what are they going to say? They can do something to your room, or you know, or not do something to your room. You know, because um, I, I had a nice <laughs> greeting, top of the morning to you. <laughs> not a nice greeting. It's rude. We covered apparently that. so. You Make need... sure to give the one finger wave out when you're driving in Ireland. Yeah. Too. Not the not the middle finger, the nice pointer finger. You need to remember also that the bars close at eleven thirty in Dublin. That's, that's during the week, and then at one a.m. on. I think on... they might make an exception for the Americans in town. Yeah, but we'll cover that at seven a.m. We will. Well, Nebraska, Nick Henrik and Ramir Johnson were at a press conference with some Aer Lingus Classic officials yesterday. Yes, Zoom. we will get to that at 7 o'clock, as well as our new factoid today from the countdown to Ireland. Do you have one? Yes. Okay. I'm always prepared. <laughs> always. For- it's Friday now. Let's treat it 
seriously. Let's not mail uh, this you know, in. People like to have fun Fridays. So. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. I don't like the sound yeah, of that. you don't like to have fun. Though. I don't. Uh, I don't like Mr. to have fun. You're serious all yeah. the time yeah. over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's my book title? Oh, the kids are out in the pool. I'm going to go work <laughs> over here. <laughs> hey, keep it down. I'm just write my fourth <laughs> column of the afternoon. <laughs> keep it down over there I'm, in the pool. <laughs> stop having fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm working over here. The name of my book is what? I missed out on all the fun <laughs> by Steve Sipple. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Good morning. Yes. Good morning, Gus. We don't say good morning to Gus anymore. We've, yeah, we do. Gus, we started good taking Gus for granted. Uh, well, Gus, thanks for being here. Good morning. Oh, that was really heartfelt. That was heartfelt. God. It was. Gus, thank you for being here today. Oh, yeah. Smile when you say that. It is a pleasure to have <laughs> right. you in the building. There you go. We appreciate you over That's there. Better. This this was just released at 6 a.m. Oh, we have we're, a story to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we're getting to something that nobody else in Huskerland has discussed because it just was released six minutes ago, and we knew about it, but we're going to talk about it, Sip. From On3.com, where you work now. Mm-hmm. From Robin Washett. Robin Washett, who's our Tuesday at 7.30 guest here on Early Break. Quarterback Matt Masker says offensive changes have been hard on Scott Frost, but all have embraced Nebraska's new look. This is uh, this is from Robin's just-released article on Nebraska football. Yeah. Should I read this at all? Wait. Yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Matt Masker. Well, first of all, let's establish something. Matt Masker's a you know, reserve quarterback, but he's been in the program since 2018. Yeah. He's been with Frost every step of the way. And, you know, being a quarterback, he works directly with Frost. He These are the most revealing comments that I have seen regarding Scott Frost's transition to this CEO role, and it's clearly happening. We don't – after you read this article, Jake, yep. you no longer have to say, well, I think Frost is kind of taking a step back. I, I don't know how much he's working with the offense. I think he's doing more of a CEO role. CEO role. That's what they're talking about. When you after you read this article, you're very. It's very definitive. Um, just go ahead and get to the first Matt Masker quote. Yeah, here's Matt Masker uh, again, backup junior backup quarterback for Nebraska football. He says, "Quote about about Scott Frost. He's definitely taken a step back, and I think that's been really hard for him." As you know, he's been the offensive guy. I know it's been hard for him to step away, but that's what he agreed to and why he hired Coach Whiffle. He agreed to, yeah, this is your show now. Yeah, I'm the head ball coach, but I need you to bring in your offense, be in command of it, and run it. And Coach Whiffle has done just that. Just There's more, but let's stop right there. That's from Matt Masker. Yeah. I mean, that's as definitive as I've heard. And it's interesting to hear Masker. And by the way, Matt Masker is a. I've met him. I've met him once, but I, it's clear when you talk to him, he's a, he is he's one of the guys that comes off as a grown man. Matt, um, it's, it's I find it intriguing to hear him say it's been hard for Scott. I've never I've not I've not necessarily heard that from anybody. Um, but Matt works with Scott daily. And he had these very revealing comments. And it shows you just the trust he has in Whipple. But let's face it, Whipple's a 65-year-old man who's coached in the NFL. He's been a head coach at UMass. Whipple might not come here if 
if it was, hmm. yeah, you're the offensive coordinator, but I'm going to have a heavy hand in this. I'm Scott Frost, and I will have a heavy hand. Maybe Whipple doesn't take the job if that's the parameter. He had just come off of a year where he had a Heisman Trophy candidate, right? A, a Blitnikoff winner in Jordan Addison, and a, and a ACC champion in Pitt. Yeah, it's possible that there, he doesn't even he doesn't even come in can, come in here, Mark Whipple. If if these aren't the parameters, go ahead, keep going. Uh, here is more from Matt Masker uh, on on Scott Frost the situ- situation with Mark Whipple. He says, "Quote." I'm sure that was kind of the agreement when Coach Whipple came in. That's why he's here. Obviously, Coach Whipple has proven to be a very successful coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Coach Frost is still involved, just not as much with the X's and O's. This is Whipple's show. This is pretty interesting, isn't it? I know. Yeah, it is. Because I'm with you, Sip. I, I don't know what the common fan believed in terms of what this looked like in the spring for Nebraska and what's what it looked like in the fall going forward, but this makes it pretty clear that hey, if you thought it was just completely the Scott Frost show the first four years, hey, he's still involved with the team, but oh, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's still the head, head coach, coach. He's, head he's still the CEO, yeah, so to speak. But hey, the offense—that's whips. That's all whip. Yeah, I haven't heard it this definitive. Um, and it gets. It actually gets sort of more interesting, but let's stop here for a second because I want to throw something by yeah. you that actually you had on the rundown I thought was very astute. Thank you. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you're Frost, you say, it kind of feels like an ego check. Yep. And you raise this question, which, which is a good one. What if the team does a lot better with him doing less on offense? Now, what if, yeah, what if it is a situation where this offense really takes off? Without him being really involved in the offense. Right. Now now we have this story from Matt Masker. This story, these quotes, people are going to piggyback off of it, right? Yep. We're going to get more into it um, because of this story. Now, what if the offense does take off? Is it going to be – are we going to do this conversation where it's like, wow, Frost just didn't – I mean, what was, what was the deal with Frost? He couldn't get his offense going. He brings in a guy who gets it going immediately. Then it becomes an Adrian discussion. Yeah. <laughs> now, if Adrian's doing really well at yep. Kansas State, that just adds to the sort the of frost. Yeah, yeah, it goes right back to frost. Yeah, it sort of adds to the awkwardness. Well, here, here's right? the good it's news. Awkward. Here's the good news for Frost, though. It, it is an ego check, but let's say that if Nebraska, with Whipple in charge of the offense, completely, pretty much at this point, yeah, if they somehow find a way to get to seven and five, eight and four, or surprise and go nine and three, well. It, Hey, you're the, you're the head coach of that team. You're not doing as much, but you still get the credit for a team that's rising above the ashes of five straight bowlless seasons and getting to a bowl. Yeah, and right? not, and nobody is saying it, that. I mean, Frost made these moves. Yep. He made the moves. I don't know what his the nature of his. I don't know exact nature of his conversations with Trev. It's possible that he was nudge toward yeah you got to make some changes yeah of course you got to make some changes he's 15 and 29 (laughs) but what I'm saying is this yeah maybe that's the case maybe there was strong recommendation you have to make some staff changes but and maybe it was an or else but Frost made the changes this isn't Trev Alberts who made the change Alberts stepped away from the process I know that for a fact Frost and Dave Matt Davison were largely the ones who identified these coaches, Whipple, Mickey Joseph, um, 
Donovan Rayola, uh, Brian Applewhite, and went went and got him and did it in a very very clean and seamless fashion. So and, and I remember I remember distinctly when I saw when when I first got wind from Parker Gabriel, our former beat writer at the Journal Star. Um, when I first got wind, I was like, "Really? They got a Whipple in their sights?" You know, I was like, "Whoa, whoa!" Yeah, I great, mean, he's had a great yeah, year. He's had a phenomenal year. Yeah, but, and then they reeled him in. Yep. So, so no, yeah, you would give Frost a lot of credit is what I'm getting at. But yeah, there'll be people. It could be an awkward conversation, right? Well, yeah, because it's like Frost can never win. Kind of <laughs> like it's like, you but, know what? Those sip. If you're nine and three, always, you know. That's obviously that's a huge step in the right direction. It got it got coaches oh, fired in the past. It, yeah, I know it's a huge step in the right direction. But don't tell me there won't be people in this oh. market questioning Frost. They sure will. Yeah, but he can say, "Hey, nine and three. You know, I, I stepped away from the offensive side, and I just am now the CEO of the team. Give me some credit for doing that, at least, right? Right. Can I get some credit for realizing, hey, this wasn't working with me doing this. I had to get something else, and get, it worked. He should get major credit, but it's the nature of. It's just our nature. I know. And especially, I hate to say it, but especially in this market, yeah. we we break down everything, everything over and over. And that is a conversation that would come up. But I would like to think it would largely be a positive conversation and it would lean toward, yeah, he made these changes. Now, Ma- now Masker wasn't done. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, this is from more about the quarterback places. Quarterbacks. This is from Matt Masker, again, backup junior quarterback for Nebraska football. Let me preface what you're about to read by saying this might be the most interesting thing of all. Okay, here we go. Matt Masker, quote, The quarterback play will be different. The passing game is completely different. Everybody in football now kind of runs the same thing. They just use different terminology. That is true to a certain extent here. But just as far as the quarterback play, the quarterback obviously will not be taking a beating as much Mm. just because we cannot afford that. We're really trying to hammer the pass game, and the run game will change greatly too. We're still trying to figure out a lot of things there, but the style of the quarterback play will be the biggest difference. Whoa, whoa. Uh, You won't be seeing a lot of running quarterbacks Uh -uh. here. No. Or your leading rusher being a a quarterback this season. That's over. We're the, the, let's start with this though. We'll get to that. If I'm a Nebraska fan, and I read, we're still trying to figure out a lot of things there. That, what, <laughs> what, is that surprising though? No, it's not surprising. But all you've had is a spring with the new offensive coordinator. No, it's not. That's really not true. I mean, that June is. I try to hammer this point home to people. June and July now are legitimate work months. Okay. It's not like they go, they stop at spring ball and say, okay, we'll pick this back up in August. No, 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 no. There's, there was a phase of install that went on in June. The coaches are involved to a certain extent. It's limited. Their time is limited with players in the summer, but it, there's time. Okay, there's time. I think it's two hours a week. That's not much. That's not much. No, but the players are have to do stuff on their own. They are it is not it is not I mean, it's mandatory. Okay? It's not voluntary. You guys don't have to be here. There's a there there might be certain weeks like that, voluntary weeks, 
but it's still, you should be here. But yeah, no, no work is happening in June. Legit. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. Work that's not voluntary. And there was there was an install phase that went on in June, and the, the you know I thought the coaches are on break now, Co- but, the, but the but the players aren't on break. I mean, you wouldn't want the players to be on break in July, right? No, I don't. No, no one, no, no, no I, I Hey, guys, take out, four you, weeks off. No, no I want you working out. I want you staying. I want you reading the playbook and, yeah. and practicing when you can with right. your other guys. Yeah. So, okay. but I, but but that we're. When Masker, Matt Masker says, we're still trying to figure out a lot of things there. Yeah, August is gigantic. To August me, is gigantic. I, I, I want to we'll get to Vince in a second. Hold on, Vince. But I think there's going to be a portion of the fan base that hears some of those quotes and goes back to a terrible year that Nebraska had. It sounds like that. I mean, 2017 was a very similar thing. where You didn't have Tommy Armstrong anymore who could run the football. You had Tanner Lee who was strictly a passing quarterback. Right, Master right. says here Absolutely. we're not. It's going to be you're not going to have your quarterback Absolutely. getting a beating. Right, and pa- that made people happy, saying, "All right, we got a passing quarterback. This is going to be great." 2017 was a terrible year. It was a terrible year for Nebraska. There's a big difference, though. There's a big difference. Defensive coordinator. No, Tanner Lee was a statue. Tanner Lee could not move. Right, but Casey you, do Thompson. You hear what I'm saying, though, yeah, in terms of that? yeah. Okay. Casey Thompson can go. He can run. They're not going to run him like Adrian, but I've talked to Charles, his dad, okay. Charles Thompson. One of the one of the draws to Nebraska was, you know, they've had quarterbacks that run, and Casey can run. I mean, Casey's an athletic guy. That's not he's not six four, two fifteen, two twenty like Tanner Lee, and Tanner Lee couldn't run at all. I mean, there was so he was uh, that's not he was slow. Yeah, that's you know. In case he's not as tall, Casey has to maneuver in the pocket. He has to. Everybody does, but but some guys have to do a little more than others. Casey's they list him six one or six two, and he's that, yeah. I mean, he's not very tall. They list him six one or six two. I'm not sure he is. I've I've sat with him and stood with him twice. He's I don't know. He's I guess I guess he's six one. But anyway, doesn't matter. He's much more. He has much more maneuverability than Tanner. I don't look at that the same, as the same yeah. conversation. I don't. All right. He'll he'll scoot out of there when he has to, and there there will be designed run plays. <laughs> but they're just not going to say, "Hey, in order for us to beat you, Iowa, you, you're probably going to have to run for one twenty or one fifty. 
you know, or 100 for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Which, which you almost had to tell Adrian that, yeah, right? Yeah, he did. If you're going to beat a good team, you're probably going to have to run the ball for – I mean, you're going to have to run it 12 or 14 times. That's Those days are over. Those days are if you're just tuning in, we were talking about a, a, an article that just came out at 6 a.m. from On3.com regarding some comments from backup quarterback Matt Masker about Scott Frost kind of not being as much involved in the offense. Mark Whipple, it's his baby now. Mm-hmm. And also, I'll read, I'll read this quote again. This is the bottom. We, just, we talked about this, but I'll read this quote again. Quote, as far as the quarterback play, the quarterback obviously will not be taking a beating as much We're just because, because we cannot afford that. We're really trying to hammer the pass game, and the run game will change greatly too. And again, this one, we're still trying to figure out a lot of things there, but the style of the quarterback play will be the biggest difference. So what if, what if you see an offense, Jake, that throws it to the tight end in the red zone? Oh, yes. Okay. Keep, keep going. And is under center. Okay. Come on. Tell me people aren't going to be like, where was this before? They will be saying, right. where was this before? Because right. you just had a first-team All-Big Ten tight end that – didn't get the ball enough still right. in the red zone specifically yeah. last year. He got the ball enough. Not in the red zone. Not in the red zone. Not when it matters for scoring points. But you got to make that distinction. He got the ball enough. He got the ball enough to make it be a first teamer, deservedly. But oh, not... he was the tight Big Ten tight end of I the know, year. but he did not get the ball enough times in the red zone. No. And nobody can ever fight no. you on that. Now, now there, Whipple is telling the guys. I mean, I've talked to Sean Becton about this this summer. Whipple's saying we're, we're getting the ball to Vokalek tight ends in the red zone. I really in, wish you had Fedoni. In the end. Oh, God. I know. You wish you, you, had, wish oh you, God. If you see we Fedoni. We haven't had Fedoni at all yet. If you see Fedoni, it's heartbreaking because that, that is a horse. This is two straight years. A like, guy that was a, the best tight end in the country, or at least a top tight end in the country. Yeah, you don't even, if you're a Nebraska fan, you don't want to see Fedoni. That is a that guy. That is an athlete. That's a that's a superior athlete that just hasn't been able to get out of the gate. But anyway, and okay, so they've talked about going under center more. That's that'll be. I think that's probably the sort of when Masker says we're changing things greatly. Going under center comes to mind, right? We're trying to hammer the pass game, and the run game will change greatly too. That, that to me, I, I think. Well, how many? There's how many different ways can you run the ball? I don't know. Are they gonna run more outside zone? Everybody in the NFL is running outside zone now, or it's big. The, the trend in the NFL is outside zone. So we're gonna see a lot of outside zone from a NFL coach in Whipple, former NFL coach. I, now, I don't know. I don't want to go down that road, but that's in vogue right now. Mm-hmm. Um. What are we going to see? Are they going to be – what percentage of the time will they be under center? That's a big question in my mind. Is this going to be 40% of the time, 30% of the time, where we see a quarterback under center instead of a few times in a season? Is it just going to be a few times in a season? Is that what we're talking about? I have You're no idea. at me like I'm crazy. I have no idea. I can't answer those questions for you. By the way, before we get to Vince one more time, Josh from the text line says, Masker is pretty revealing here. Yeah, he is. Wonder how that's going to go over in the locker room. Will that go over over well in the locker room? He says. Well, from Josh, I don't think he says anything. He doesn't give. Mm-hmm. I think he, I think he'll be fine. I mean the one the one 
person I'd wonder about is Frost. <laughs> right. I, I guess. That's the only person really taking, getting it. Not not a shot being taken. It's not out, a but shot. It's not a shot. It's this is the way it is. It's just realizing what this looks like now, and it's it's less Frost. It's it's just because it's so definitive. We just, we haven't heard it. It's one thing for, you know, Jake and Sip to come on the radio and say, yeah, I think Frost taking a step back. I mean, I don't know. I don't know exactly what that looks like, but this, like I will say on the radio, this is Whip's offense, and I think people kind of don't believe me. But then when Masker this says it, yeah, then when Masker says it and says it publicly, it, it, it takes on a different meaning, right? It should. That's that's from a guy that's there every day. I mean, this is Matt Masker saying Scott Frost agreed to, yeah. This is your Mark Whipple show now. Yeah, I'm the head ball coach, but I need you. I need you to bring in your offense, be in command of it, and run it. That is, that's strong, right? That's it. Yep. That's. I mean, I trust clear, Masker. Isn't it? it's yeah. Clear. I mean, Masker is in the building every day with these guys. Okay, that's not some it's radio not, it's jock. Not hear, it's not hearsay. No, it's not radio jock things insider information guys saying that's what it is this is as definitive as you've heard let's see what vince has. a call from vince in napa california at 402-464-5685 the honda of lincoln hotline vince happy friday you're an early break go ahead good morning fellas how are you vince top of the morning to you <laughs> <laughs> you're you're getting into ireland boat already <laughs> we need to anyhow uh, Anyhow, though, I mean, as far as this whole conversation goes, I mean, I think before anybody, you know, looks at this of well, it's a reflection, of, it's a reflection of Frost, or it isn't a reflection of Frost. I think what people have to understand is that at every level of football, I mean, it's pretty commonplace for a, for a, for the head coach to to take on more of a you know CEO type of a role mm-hmm. because. When you look at whether you're an offensive guy, whether you're a defensive guy, I mean, you look at all the coaches that double as play callers. I mean, obviously, Coach Osborne was great at it, but um, but the thing is, there those types of coaches that are able to pull it off, and it really translates into enormous success. It eventually ends up having its limits because you look at the NFL. I mean, two coaches that stand out to me that call their own plays. Out here we have Kyle Shanahan. In Kansas City you have Andy Reid. Well, I mean, those guys are obviously brilliant offensive minds. They're they're brilliant play callers. But eventually it has limits for them as a head coach because the biggest knock on those guys, and those are just two examples, is eventually they're so so knee-deep dug into the play calling aspects that – other parts of the team suffer. Their game management suffers, right? Because when you're the head coach, you're the head coach of the entire op- you know the entire operation. Yeah. I go back to, and I can't pinpoint exactly what it was, but uh, there was a game. Um, I don't know. God, I forget the year. I want to say it was maybe uh, 2020, um, where we ended up having a special teams gaffe. Now I know, pick one. But um, and Frost had a post game quote of something to the effect of he didn't see it happen because he was over on the sideline with the offense. Right. Well, Mm -hmm. that's where the game management suffering part Mm -hmm. comes in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and so that's what people have to realize. And a a couple of points, too. Now, Jake, to your point, you're talking about 
throwing to the tight end of the red zone. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it was, that's a reflection of they didn't intend the, the play of the plays weren't intended to get the ball to Austin Allen or the tight ends. I just think that what you got to understand is when you can't run the ball conventionally, your red zone scoring is going to suffer. You know, you know, as a result, and um, and also, and as far as lining up under center, I mean, I don't know what percentage of the time we're going to do it. But um, I actually think lining up under center makes it easier for you to generate a head of steam with your running game. Of course it but, does. But it, because it's kind of hard to do it. I mean, it's not that you can't run it out of the shotgun, but it's hard to generate a head of steam. And, and I think, you know, in relevant to Casey Thompson versus Tanner Lee in 2017, yeah, you're right. I mean, Tanner Lee had his darn near had his feet nailed to the ground, whereas Casey Thompson – he can run when he has to. And now I don't want to see as many design quarterback runs, but I definitely want to see him run when he has to and, and, and maybe mix in a design run from time to time. But what it also comes down to is, regardless of how much we line up under center, right. what, you know, mm-hmm. there's, two, there's two things you can think about on offense. You either feel pressure yeah. or you apply pressure. <laughs> And when you have a conventional run game and you line up under center, you can apply pressure, brother! <laughs> there it is. Thank you, Vince. Oh, the neighborhood. I'm thinking about his neighbors right now. He's yelling in his garage. <laughs> Don't call the police. Vince, He's fine. He's, Vince let, is doing let, fine. Let him be. Yeah, it's I mean, what I, he does. being under center, yeah, he, Vince talks about the head of steam. He's exactly right. It's also, it's also a sight. Thing with the the running back and having ability to go, you know, it's more of an open open look, right, under center. So that, yeah, all that is very appealing to me, and we'll see what it looks like in Dublin on August twenty seventh. Now, here's the thing, though, what I really wonder: there's so many interesting aspects of this of this season. You would think this might all take a little, a few games, maybe, to get off the ground. They just can't afford it to be that way. No, you you really can't. You now need to you be can. Three, no. You yeah, you have to be almost. You, you you can afford it in that you're not playing Oklahoma out of the gate. You don't have a you don't have a conference game against Iowa or Wisconsin or even Purdue. It's thank God it's Northwestern. You know, I mean, Nebraska fans should thank their lucky stars. They're playing a team that. Nebraska put 56 on last last year and ran for how many yards against that team? It is a team they have struggled with over the years. But they, but yeah, not last, to last year. year they yeah. you know, if it's like last year then yes. Yeah, you but you might be well come on, why why would I even say they might be? They will be working out bugs. In they that will game. be. Yes. There'll be new personnel that's You'll trying to a new to, quarterback. Yeah, there's new personnel that's got a that has to form chemistry a lot of you new, new linemen you've got new uh, running backs new right. receivers every right. everybody there's new pieces everywhere well i hope we don't go into the dublin thinking oh this is going to look like a well-oiled machine we you know we, we will probably you what you hope is that there's parts of the game that it's like that where you're like ooh, they got in a they got in a groove what you hope is that no matter what happens whether it's three to zero or six to three or 20 or 56 to 53 you win the football game I don't care how it looks. You do care how a it looks. A little bit. 
Yeah. No, you do. I Don't can. say that. You do hey, care when how you it lost looks. to Illinois to start the season last year. I'll take any win I can get. No, you care how it looks. I don't. I don't think you. I'm gonna challenge. We you can't even live that way. They went three and nine last no, year. No, I guarantee. If Nebraska were to beat Northwestern thirteen to ten, we'll come back here from Dublin at some point, <laughs> and we will. We will say this is trouble. They can't even beat Northwestern badly. It, no, no. You, I, I would call you out. I mean, we need to tape what you just said. We need to store that. No, you're not gonna say we just need a win. No, Wait, you you're off a three nine football season. No, no you lost a them. bunch of close. That'd be a close win. You could prove you could win a close football game. That's a step in the right. I direction. hope you're right. I hope people would think like that. But I could. No, that's not. I think people will be like, "Wait a second, we can barely beat Northwestern." And then you remind, remind yourself that Nebraska's had problems with them the entirety of the Big Ten besides last season. One year, one year they blew them out. Otherwise, close games, close wins, close losses the entire time they played. Them. Dublin, August 27th. Yes. Air Lingus Classic. We will be there. We'll have more, uh, more of an update on that game at 7 a.m. I'm yeah, curious. 7 a.m. I'm curious when we come back. Are you going to watch more of UCLA and USC this upcoming year? Because they will soon be conference members next on Early Break in the Ticket.